0: Good morning, CF Church Paris family. How are you doing this morning? That sounded mildly celebratory. We are excited to have you here with us this morning on a very special celebration Sunday, celebrating the faithfulness of God in the story of our church, and especially in the story of the last 10 years with Pastor Corey and Melissa Jones and their leadership here. We are excited about this morning want to encourage you, if you haven't done so, that the Celebrating Our Story cards are out in the lobby, a chance for you to grab one of those. If you haven't, write a quick note of encouragement and thanks to Pastor Corey and Melissa, and just for ways that they have blessed you in the last 10 years, the time that they've been here and you've been here, just as an encouragement to them, a special part of today. I'm excited today to have someone who has been a part of the story of our church since the very beginning, Mr. Eddie Fitzgerald to open us up with a word of prayer.
1: Let's go to Lord's Prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this special day. Well, a day where we honor and celebrate Pastor Corey. do in this place, God, what they have done to help each and every one of us, and Lord, what they do to help this city and this community. Father, we, we think back, and we I want to thank you, God, for 10 years ago, and what was going on then, and Father, I want to thank you for what is going on now. Lord, I just want to ask a special prayer for everyone here that we just be filled with such joy and such excitement and knowing, Father, that you're not through here yet, that you're not through with each individual here. Father, that you're not through with the body this church. You're not through with this building, and you're not through with our community. We thank you so much. lord god we just bless you father and all that you do for us we thank you god for what you've walked us through and god we just give you praise and glory and honor and we ask all these things in jesus name and everyone says Amen. amen
2: amen thank you eddie thank you greg yeah, let's stand this morning as we uh, just glorify God and, and thank Him for His uh, faithfulness.
3: Blessed assurance, Jesus it is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine! In salvation. Purchased God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. say all the day long. Thank you, Jesus. Give him praise this one. Looking around these walls, I thought by now they fall. Like you have.
0: Heavenly Father, may we remember and celebrate today your faithfulness, Lord, to each one of us in every day, and to our church family throughout the years, God, you have been faithful and you will continue to be faithful. We believe we will see you do it again, God. We love you and we celebrate you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you. You may be seated today. Psalm 136 begins with these words. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. Amen. Every family has a history. Uh, Usually there are some stories we are quite proud of. And there are other stories that might make us slip away mortified when they come up again at the family reunions, right? Every family has times of joy, times of sorrow, seasons of change. And a church family is no different. But God's steadfast love endures forever, right? About 64 years ago, our church, the church that is now CF Paris, was originally planted about a mile or so south of here on Center Street as North Paris Baptist Church back in 1959. Some of you are surprised to know that you were Baptist, right? Right? We were a mission church started by a downtown congregation looking to grow God's kingdom and better serve the people of what was then North Paris. Time passed, the family grew, and God was present and faithful. In 1975, land was purchased on Highway 271 North, just over that tree line yonder, and the original church building was picked up and moved to that location. All right. The church grew some more. A new larger house was constructed for the family that is now home to the North Lamar School Administration offices. Side note here real quickly, if you want to know where the original church building went, ask Eddie Fitzgerald, if you love a good story. All right. The spirit was moving in new and fresh ways. And in 1982, the leadership decided to become an interdenominational congregation, and the church became known as Grace Fellowship Church. Our church changed, our family changed, but our God's message of hope and salvation remained the same, for his steadfast love endures forever. I have to say that personally, I was surprised as I was studying and learning about the history of our church, how much the history of our church. And that story parallels the story of our church overseer, Pastor Ron Corzine. You might even get the idea that the same person was in charge of both stories. It's pretty amazing. When Grace Fellowship's pastor, Joseph Derringer, retired in the 90s, his son, Paul Derringer, was chosen as pastor to follow him. And in order to reflect the new vision of the church at that time, we then became New Wine Church. And in 2001, Pastor Paul was sensing the need wisely for greater pastoral oversight for his own life and for our church. And after much prayer and seeking was led by God to affiliate with Pastor Ron and the network of churches known as Christian Fellowship International. And so New Wine Church became Christian Fellowship Church of Paris, which is a mouthful. So now we're known around town as CF Paris, right? And you'll hear more about our history and God's enduring faithfulness, especially in the last 10 years in a few minutes. I wanna thank you today, Corey and Melissa, for continuing that story and for your love and your leadership during these last 10 years. We have never been a perfect church, but we've always had a perfect savior whose steadfast love and unchanging gospel have changed lives And restored relationships in our church for people who have been here 30, 40, even 50 or more years in our church as family. We celebrate that today. Leaders change. Members change. Sometimes church names change. A lot. But our God never changes. For his steadfast love endures forever. Amen, church? Amen. As I call the ushers forward today, we're going to hearken back to our roots a little bit and let you remain seated for some special music. All right? If you're a visitor with us today on this special day, we welcome you. We are glad that you're here. We give as part of our worship to the Lord. And thanks for what he's done and continues to do in our community and through our church. Please don't feel obligated to give. We would love to connect with you if you have a chance to fill out a new here card and drop it in the bucket as it goes by so we know that you are here today and we certainly invite you to stay and fellowship with us today after the service on this special day. Let's pray. Father God, today we do celebrate your faithfulness, God. You have been faithful to your family and your people for thousands of years. God, And you continue to be give thanks to the God of heavens for your love endures forever. Take these gifts, bless them as only you can, and continue, Lord, to have your spirit move among us, bless us, and bring joy to our hearts as we celebrate your faithfulness today in Jesus' name.
4: The of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a hand clap. He's a good God. He is so, so faithful. We're gonna do a quick set change here, but I just wanted to encourage you, as you hear stories that we're gonna share here in just a minute, just think about God's activity in your own life and his faithfulness throughout your story and throughout your journey. He's always got a plan. He's not surprised by anything that comes up. And sometimes he may feel far away, but he's never far away. He's he's that close. He's That close. He's always there. He's faithful. One version of the scripture that uh, Greg shared is that he is faithful throughout all generations, all generations. Your generation, your mom's generation, your grandpa's generation, your kid's generation, your grandkid's generation, right? And one of the reasons that we're celebrating our story today is to remember that. Sometimes it feels like we're alone. Sometimes it feels like um, God's not around. But don't don't be deceived. He is. He's there. He'll always be there. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He loves you more than anything else. so uh, we're going to invite Ron Corzine to come on up with us. and I'm going to kind of interview him a little bit. We're going to talk about some stories, how he met Paul and So why don't you tell us a little bit about that first? Uh, yeah, just push that button.
5: Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here, congratulations guys, it's wonderful. I have notes. The reason I made some notes, we have questions. We sent questions about what he's gonna ask me before. I don't want questions off the cuff, who knows what I'd say.
4: That's what I, I was worried to about. I need to know
5: what you're asking me so I can calm myself down. You know, one of the things about me is if you know me, I'm pretty, I believe I am, and people say that, uh, pretty real, transparent, authentic, what you see is what you get. Just read this morning, and I get a chuckle out of stuff like this, and I know this is church, but at a wedding reception, they said, go stand by the person who's helped you get this far in life. And the bartender was almost crushed to death. (laughs) So when you're young, here's the way it works, okay? When you're young and you're a young preacher, you take a lot of notes. You fill up a lot of notes to preach with on Sunday because you don't know very much. And you want to appear that you know more than you really do. So you have a lot of notes. So when a young preacher gets to town, not Corey, of course, we're talking, some of you will remember your first young preacher. He just preaches and preaches and preaches. And uh, I I was that way when I first started. And finally, a guy had to tell me, look, uh, bad doesn't get better longer. So I had to, through the years, keep my notes so that I can stay on track. And that's what I've done today. Now, what was your question, young man?
4: (laughs) Well, the question was, how did you meet Paul and his family?
5: Paul and his family. I had a a friend in London, England, uh, Ron Hibbert. He was the... Uh, president of the Assemblies of God there, and he knew Joseph and Ron would come annually to the church in Paris because Ron and Joseph knew one another. When Paul succeeded Joseph, then Ron continued to come to CF Paris, and so Ron told Paul, he said, Paul, I, I think it'd be good if you just meet Ron Corzine I think y'all would be a good fit you could work together and minister together and uh you could help him and he could help you and so that's how we came together
4: you have any memories that stand out about you and Paul
5: yeah I think the first time I met Paul he 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 scared the living daylights out of me (laughs) if you he was big man and then he worked out and he went to the gym and man and but the bottom line is, my memory of Paul, he's like a big teddy bear. He's gentle, loving, caring. And one of the things that stood out to me I discovered about Paul that, that demonstrated that was there was a widow at that time in the church. Uh, and every year on Mother's Day, Paul would drive by our house, knock on the door, and hand her a rose and say, Happy Mother's Day. And that's the kind of guy he was. He never forgot to do that
4: one of the things that you appreciate about his leadership or
5: yeah paul uh you know a lot of times guys go to seminary and they get all heady you know what i mean paul paul was paul was down to earth he was he was simple yet he he had profound revelation uh, paul was a uh, paul was a he was a pastor but really at heart he was a teacher he was a pastoral teacher now I'll teach you as we go along. In Ephesians 4:11, it says that in the church, so that the church can grow up and be healthy, there are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And Paul was a pastor, teacher. He cared for the flock, but he he, he taught. I find I always found it interesting uh, information. You will need to dump after you leave here because it won't help you at all. But uh, cons- but but the the fivefold ministry. Was, is important for the church to get healthy. To listen to one man every Sunday, 365 years, you're only going to get one fifth of a diet that you need to be healthy. You need four other parts, or at least some other parts to that. But I always saw the apostle as the thumb. The, the apostle, the apostle, he governs. He governs. And then the apostle, then you have the prophet. Uh, he guides, and this is the way he guides. He points in a direction. This is the way we need to go. This is what the Lord is saying. So the apostle governs. The prophet guides. Look at the evangelist. The middle finger is the, well, the, it's used for a lot of things, but the middle, <laughs> finger, the middle finger is the longest of all your fingers, and that represents the evangelist. And then the pastor, the ring finger, that tender, caring, loving, warm, protecting father, spiritual father. And then the, and I know it's small, but the teacher, the reason he's so important is because he grounds us in the word of God. And so I always think if I put my little finger in my ear, that's what the teacher is. He's getting the word of God into me. <laughs>
4: that,
5: lesson, great. that lesson is free <laughs> of charge.
4: Yeah. No extra charge <laughs> for that. Bad you have any thoughts on what the congregation or the church body was before Corey and Melissa got here?
5: Yeah, it was it was a small. Eddie would tell you it was a small congregation when I was came. Uh, I'm going to guess maybe 35, 40 good Sunday, maybe 50, and I may be wrong, but I think I'm pretty close in that. But but they were, they were so warm, and so receptive, and they immediately embraced me like I was just you're one of us, man, and so. That's what—that's what the the foundation that I remember of the church, good God-fearing country people who just loved and received people.
4: Yeah. So that's still going on. Our warm reception comes from from the early days. Then that's great. Let's talk about Corey and Melissa a little bit. How did you Oh yes, you? let's yeah. do. <laughs> let's do. I've been What's waiting. What's the most embarrassing? No, just. Uh, how did you meet Corey and Melissa?
5: Well. I'm probably telling my age, but Corey was in our church in Harlingen as a little boy. He and Grayson were little boys in the church. i do i don't forget their age, Jan. Really okay. So he, yeah, I was uh, I was pastoring the church. I knew his mom and dad, and they were they had their family. So he was just a young boy.
4: Okay. All right. So what are one or two impressions you have of Corey and Melissa?
5: I'll get, with, to, I'll get back with I'll get back with you on that.
4: <laughs> so, so you got to see a minister um, with Barry Jackson at CFC Harlingen. So over the years, what what has yeah, bigger?
5: Corey grew up you know, obviously, and he I, he was a boy. But then I turned the church over to another man when I began to do apostolic work and oversee the network of churches. And then I don't I don't even remember how Corey got back and Melissa got back to the valley. That's another story within itself. But the man that I turned the church over to, Corey and Melissa were there, and Corey worked as associate pastor. He and Melissa led worship, and they did everything. In the church, they they'd do anything, but that was their main uh, that was their main function.
4: Okay. Uh, and then, when you were deciding when this church needed a, a new shepherd, needed, needed some help how how was that? Um, how did Corey and Melissa come up in that process? Well, it, I don't know
5: if y'all know. Paul uh, Paul got very sick, and eventually he died of cancer. But before he died, uh, I would come and uh, Paul and I'd talk. Paul knew he was dying. He, uh, he, he was a real man of faith, but he, he accepted the fact that I'm not going to be here much longer, and I want, to, I want to leave behind at least what my dad and we, we started here. And so I would, uh, Paul, uh, being apostolic and knowing young men like Corey and Brandon, uh, I told Paul, I said, Paul, I, I've got a man and his wife that if, if you're interested, I can bring, I think Corey came with me the first time, Corey, was that right? And uh, and so I brought, I brought Corey here so Paul could meet him, and Paul felt really good about Corey being his successor. So I think that that's one of the things I look back at that I'm real pleased with, that Paul got to choose his own successor. No one was just appointed or thrown in there on the people. Paul chose Corey, and Corey chose this church. Man, that's that. <laughs> But, but. But the real value, the real values is in Melissa. We all know that, right? We all know that. Come on, come on, we all know that. <laughs>
4: I think they can hear all the claps online. In case you can't, that was the loudest clap we've gotten in a long time. <laughs> Are there any stories over the last 10 years that or moments that of your traveling back and forth here to Paris that, that kind of stand out to you?
5: No. <laughs> no, That's but I will tell you. Answer. No, no, no. I will tell you one of the things. It, it's a story within itself, and I won't go into detail because I just won't. But one of the big things that God has, he's done many things for this body. Before Corey and Melissa got here, he's doing things now. He's going to continue to do things, folks. But one of the things that stand out to me is how God, when we needed, that building was packed down here on two services, and we needed a land. And we needed a building that we didn't have to go somewhere else that this land became available. And the fact that we were able to, Corey was able to discover who owned this land and how that all worked out, how we were able to get the land that we're on and build this building. That's a story I'll let him tell you with it. said, but it's, it's wonderful. And I, I won't ever forget that.
4: That's awesome. Looking back over the last, or the history of the church and what you know and your involvement in church growth and planting and different things. What encouragement might you give the rest of us uh, for the next 10 years?
5: Be faithful. Nothing can happen if you don't stay committed and faithful. If you're faithful, you're going to stumble. I just promise you, you will in your life, you'll stumble. I'm not prophesying over you. It's just part of life. It's in human nature. We all stumble from time to time. We make foolish decisions, foolish choices. We make mistakes. Stay faithful to the Lord. Just because you made a mistake, just because you've blown it, you just repent, tell God you're sorry, and come back quickly. That's the way to live your life. That's how I got here at 73 years old. I stumbled, I fell, I got up, I said, I'm sorry. I kept going, I stumbled, fell, and I just repeated that process, and here I am today. And that's, I believe that's the secret to success.
4: It's the last question, but probably there are several guests here today or people that are... They're looking for a church home or they're looking to find out who god really is and what he means for them and how if it's even real what encouragement might you offer our guests this morning
5: Mm, i want to i want to know mainly you you don't really when you become part of a church you become part of a community but the first person if i'm a guest that i'm interested in the church that i want to connect with is the man who's going to feed my soul sunday after sunday does he preach jesus does he preach the Word of God? Does he give people hope and encouragement? And if, if it starts there, and that's good, and the body is uh, is real, they're authentic, they're loving, they're serving people. I mean, you just know when you meet a good person, don't you? I, I mean, uh, you may discover some things afterward, but because we're all human, I mean, we are, but uh, though, that, that would be it. I'd, I would want to connect first with what the man of God the, the leader. Mm-hmm. And again, we're back to, I think, I think Corey's gifting. Uh, Corey's, Corey is a gatherer. Okay? He's a gatherer. And so, and then the gifting of Melissa to go with Corey, they're a beautiful fit. And so, we're blessed, folks. I'm telling you, we're blessed. Is that it?
2: That's it.
4: Let, I would like to, uh, Ron has been coming up to CF Paris faithfully for over 20, years. over 20 years before uh and that was on his own dime a lot and he just kept coming kept coming kept coming and uh, i just want us as a church body to pray for him and bless him and uh, and also thank and honor him in this moment of celebration of our story can we do that if you stretch your hands out this way that'd be great heavenly father we thank you so much for our apostle ron his entrepreneurship his leadership uh, his listening to you in your ways and his obedience to you his faithfulness him modeling uh, as a pastor, or a priest, or someone operating in that role, should in mo- modeling what it is to be faithful, and what it looks like, and what you're like, and we appreciate that in him. We just we thank you, we bless him, and bless his family. We just ask you to be with him all the days of his life, continually. Amen. 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 Thank you. Guys. All right. So we're gonna see a little video. Um, just some pictures and memories over the last ten years of ministry, and then after that, uh, Corey Melissa will have opportunity to come up and, and say hello, uh, and then I'll give some instruction about cake. So, uh, so let's let's go ahead and see that video.
6: Wow. <laughs> yep. I see <laughs> Oh wow. Um guys, thank you. This has been this has been beautiful. Um it's looking through those pictures. You you see stories and you see as Ron even mentioned, you see times of heartache and you see times of joy. And today is a day of celebration, a time of joy, so we're not going to talk about the heartache, but it's, it's beautiful how even through heartache, God works. I, I mean, I can't, I can't look back through my life and not witness heartache and heartache and heartache and yet faithfulness and faithfulness and faithfulness every time. It's beautiful. Um, God is so good, and it is so exciting to be here today 10 years later celebrating with you the excitement of that not being that we're here 10 years but just the exponential of what God's done to this day and then what is he going to do tomorrow Mm -hmm. how is he going to use us to change this community in ways that we can't even begin to imagine today guys thank you I want to I want to Look at the family here, and allow Melissa some time too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let her. Say.
7: Well, a lot's been going on um, in the church over the last ten years, and a lot's happened here as well. If this has been happening while the the church has been um, growing, but I love to sit around and listen to stories, and I love that today we're hearing stories. It I can, it never gets old to hear about. Um, everything back in the day and how the church really started. And <clears throat> and it is really just a story of God's faithfulness. And I'll never forget that the first time that I came to Paris uh, with Corey to meet, um, the, the, the children were with us. It was a Thanksgiving. And um, we came up for the first time as a family. And we were headed north after a Sunday service. To uh, my sisters uh, for Thanksgiving, and I just we were I was, we were headed north, and I saw the Oklahoma sign, and I was looking in the rearview mirror, and tears just started streaming down my face, and I didn't know why. Um, but we were the as Pastor Ron talked about, just the warm reception of of the forty people. Um, that was exactly how we were um, greeted, um, and that never stopped, and they loved us first, and I think that's why the community jumped on board with new people, because we were so well-loved from the jump, um, but tears were just rolling down my face, and, and the, whole, the, uh, the whole idea in my mind was that like there's something back there that's part of our story, and I have no idea what that is. Um, because we had not even been offered the job yet. But I knew because of the people um, and the spirit of God in that place that um, that it was going to be part of our story. Um, and it wasn't until several months later when um, Pastor Ron said, would you like to move to Paris, Texas? And it took, I was like, yes, I would absolutely love to move to Paris, Texas. Um, and it still, it still is that place for us. Um, it, w- it will never stop being that place for us. And it's just, God is so faithful. We love this community and we love this, this county, this area. We love this city and these people. Um, and we love all y'all. And, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> But it is just a story of God's faithfulness. Yeah. Perfect word for today.
6: Yeah. I'm going to let the kids speak. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, I had to. Um, no, I, I do want to, I, I didn't have a chance to talk to Melissa, but in my mind I was saying, I'm hoping she's going to tell the story of when we got here. Um, it was literally leaving Paris, driving north, it could have been the fact that we were entering Oklahoma, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, she was in tears, just bawling. And she turned to me and she said, that, that town's a part of us. It's a part of our story. And, and even then, we knew. And the, the beauty of even that moment, the tears flowing then, I, I still see God today. And it it just, it wells up inside. I see that God is doing something greater than even you and I can begin to imagine. It's not about us. It's not even about you. It's so much more so about generations, people that are coming up, people that you and I have the potential of influencing and and showing that the gospel changes everything. Guys, thank you all so much. This community, we love you. We love We thank y'all for this day. This has been amazing. Stay here.
4: I'm going to invite Greg Smith. Is going to come up and pray over you guys. Well, the whole church is going to be praying over you guys. I also want to invite Robbie, if you're here, to come on up, and Josh, uh, Greg, Key, Will, wherever you're at, Ron, Pastor Ron, if you'd come up. just some of the church leadership, we're going to just stand behind you and pray for you and bless you, Um, and you guys can join in with that, you can extend a hand. Um, Also, as we're kind of getting ready for this, I want you to know there's cards in the lobby and in the restrooms for celebrating our story, you flip it over, write a note on there of just saying, hey, thank you, uh, Corey, thank you, Melissa, or remember that time when, or some kind of memory or encouraging scripture, Um, that would be a huge blessing to them, especially as they're preparing to take some time away on sabbatical later on this summer, and so we just want to send them with some stories and some things to reflect on, so please, everybody participate in that, even if it's just a a thank you or a scripture, plenty of cards out there, but Greg?
2: Father, oh Father, we've heard so much today about our past and even about our present, Father, you have shown through the songs and through all the words, a constant word has been faithful. Dear Father, we thank you for that faithfulness. But dear Father, it's, it's, while we're thankful for the past, you're a God of today. You're a God of today and you're a God of tomorrow, Father. We're not to live in the past, we're to live just as in our lives, we're not to live in the past where there may be hurts or pains, we're to live for you today and every day. For Father, you have plans for us, you always have and today again we claim, dear Father, your word, of uh, Jeremiah 29, that you have plans for us, a word that this man with my right hand on preached several times in his first year here. You have plans for us, Father. You have a vision for us. and Dear Father, we thank you for Corey and Melissa who you brought to to be a part of that plan as well. Dear Father, I pray that you open our eyes to see beyond what our physical eyes can see. And see with the eyes of our heart. To see with faith the faith of Abraham, Father. Who it says saw beyond promise of descendants, Mm -hmm. and he saw a city, Mm -hmm. he saw a city, Father, a city who you are building, and dear Father, I pray that this church continues to look forward and see that city, a city, Father, you are building one soul at a time, dear Father, through that evangelistic experience that Ron explained the city you are building one person at a time that you continue to grow father I thank you for the seeds that you sown in the past and the fruit that is still being born father dear father I pray that more seed is spread more seed is spread in your fields father and that that fruit dear father that seed grow and produce fruit fruit of love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For that fruit, Father, is the fruit that the world's looking for. That's the fruit the world wants to see. Dear Father, And I pray that that fruit grow and blossom in this place, And, dear Father, that we as a body do that in a unified fashion, in unity, Father. But, dear Father, when we speak of unity, dear Father, it's not just about this church. And, dear Father, we pray as our future is that all the churches in this area, Father, they all have the same fire. And they all want to produce the same fruit. And, dear Father, and it is when that happens, dear Father, we as a body will be a light you saw all those little candles father on the screen but dear father that our light in an ever darkening world becomes so bright that people have no choice but to see I gotta have that I gotta have that father we haven't begun to see what you're gonna do as much as we've seen and we've seen a lot those of us that have been here a long time dear father we haven't begun to see all that you're gonna do for we look forward to that same city that Abraham saw father with those eyes of faith father I pray and thank you for Corey and Melissa for Jillian for Jackson for Jordan I thank you for all that they have meant to us and all that they will commit, continue to mean to us. I pray your blessing over them, your anointing over them, and especially the children, Father. Dear Lord, now as we dismiss, Father, I pray your blessing over a continued time of celebration here, your blessing over the refreshments we're going to have, Your blessing over the, the The words that will be shared with Corey and Melissa, the cards that are being written to be shared with Corey and Melissa that they can read over the months and even years to come, Father, to remember this part of their story and our story. In the name of your son Jesus, whom, Father, is our king, and dear Father, whom we as a body are announcing as King to the world. Many people don't know he's king yet, but he's already king. King now and forevermore. And we proclaim that in the name, his name, the name that is above every name. Father, that name, Jesus. Amen.
4: Thank you. You guys can, as they're ta- uh, Getting off the stage, I just want to give a little bit of instruction.